This is a summary of the second Sikha and Parshas Vayigash. Look at the Sikhais Chelek Yud. What we are looking at <clears throat> is this is a Rashi Sikha focused on a Pasuk in this Parsha, Perek Memhei, Pasuk Chaf Gimel. And as we are accustomed to doing for the summary, we are going to focus on the Pasuk and the Pshat and automatically see the Rashi in that. And Yosef, in this episode, Yosef is sending gifts to his father. And the Pasuk says the following, To his father he sent like this, or as thus, or like this. Ten he-donkeys carrying from the best of Egypt. And ten she-donkeys, Bearing grain and bread and food for his father for the way. Now, just off the bat, clearly the father for the way for what a seven day journey, eight day journey, there's no question that you don't need 10 donkey loads piled up to the sky for that. So, clearly, as the Rebbe learns in Rashi, the, 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 when it describes the she donkeys and it says, bar. Primarily, it means the grain, and maybe also it means the bread. But then it concludes at the end that the bread and the, and that he he prepared provisions for his father for the way on his father's journey. That he's telling his father to come down to Egypt. So that's not really an issue. We could divide. We could put a comma there. We could divide that he's sending him special, you know, like a gift package. Um, for the way, especially that he's urging his brothers to rush and bring the father back home. Perhaps this is a way to uh, further encourage that to take place. That last point was as an aside, my own my own thought. But now to the core of the question. The question is, how do you read the beginning of the Pasuk? It says, He sent like this. Now, the, the typical way to read it is what we call in grammar a colon. You put in a colon here, basically the two dots, you know, and colon, what did he send him? He sent it like this. You begin listing. Um, but here's the problem with saying that. Problem is, in the title, you don't need to do that. You could just say, and to his father he sent ten chamoidim, noisim. You don't have to say it like this and put a colon and then start listing. It's unnecessary, superfluous. Point number one. Point number two. The context makes no sense if you think about it. It, it, it. It's almost, it almost, it completely doesn't make any sense. When Yosef, after Yosef reveals himself to his brothers, he immediately tells his brother, Maharu va'alu alabi, rush up, go up to my father, tell him that I'm alive. He said in Pasuk test. And come immediately down to me and do not wait around. Don't take your time. And so on, right? He continues in Pasuk Yud Gimel. Right? You see that it's me. Rush and bring my father down to me. When Pare hears about all of this, he agrees with Yosef. Right? He says, Take your father and, and bring your father here. He seems to be agreeing with, uh, with Yosef's idea of what should take place. All of a sudden, what's going on? All of a sudden... Besides, for Pade already telling Yosef to load up all of the of the brothers' animals, and 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 to go to the land of Canaan, all of a sudden now Yosef is sending ten donkeys. Besides, for what Pade sent, 
10 donkeys piled up mituv mitzrayim and 10 she donkeys also loaded up. This sound doesn't sound like a recipe for rushing back home. They could easily spend who knows how much time. This many donkeys piled up with food. It seems to literally go against the grain of what's taking place here. This is an unbelievable question. And the answer to the question is, brilliantly, by saying that everyone's reading the words wrong. Does not mean like this with a colon afterwards. Don't put a colon afterwards. It's with a comma, period. Whatever uh, punctuation works. But the point is, on the contrary, it's trying to say, just as the gift of Padre to the brothers that he told, that he, he that he commanded, that they should load up the brothers' donkeys, Yosef had to give a commensurate amount that a Padre sent. In other words, Padi was trying to honor the family of Yosef. He really appreciated it. He was very happy to hear the news. And that's why he gave the gift that he gave. That was the intent of Padi. This put Yosef into a situation where out of respect to his father, he had to honor his father. He had to show glory and honor to his father, and especially his beloved father that he missed and loved. So, just like the gift of Pare was the same kind of gift that Yosef sent. And then Yosef had to outdo Pare because it's his father. So first of all, he had to, at the very least, bare minimum, give what Pare gave. And then it continues that he gave more. He gave 10 she donkeys loaded up, etc. That is the, uh, if you, so to speak, if you will, the chap of the Rebbe. Of 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 uh, this sicha. Now, where since when do the brothers? Why is the cheshben kizois? Since when do the brothers have ten donkeys? I thought it was eleven brothers. Let's do the math. All the brothers besides Yosef. That's eleven, not ten. Where do we get ten from? Says that it happened. No, it makes a lot of sense. Because Shimon was held back in prison. If you remember the story, he was held in prison. That means there was ten brothers. Now. Did they keep the donkey in prison also, or did they keep that in Egypt? Probably not. We know clearly that 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 he that he loaded up their donkeys, and they would have wanted to to get as many donkey loads of food as they could have. We saw that they ran out of food. It was a famine. Of course, they took all the donkeys with them. Now, I could have perhaps learned that they brought back eleven donkeys with them, which is a schlep. It's a tircha, but you know, for Shimon, that who's going to come home with them? But. Uh, they could have very easily, just as much as done that, had a plan to buy, you know, the ultimate metropolitan, the metropolitan in the world was Egypt. So they probably were planning to buy a donkey in uh, in Egypt. They could have had it either way. So Rashi teaches us, and 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 like we're saying, it helps to understand the puzzle. Kizais. Now that no, they didn't come down with 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 an eleventh donkey. They came down with ten donkeys. I, what about their plan to buy Shimon a donkey? You know what it turns out? If you study the story, you'll see that the brothers, before they had a chance to really settle down, do anything, they were ushered into the house of Yosef. Right? They were tracked down. They were brought into the house of Yosef. And then they, they're spending their whole time in the house of Yosef. Yosef loads up all their donkeys and he sends them home with Shimon from their house. They're leaving Mitzrayim. So there actually was never an opportunity, if you study the story, for to get Shimon his donkey in Mitzrayim. So therefore, it was ten donkeys, and therefore, it makes a lot of sense that 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 when Padi says Ta'anu is birchem, load up their donkeys, that was ten donkeys. Ulav of Shalach Kizayis Yosef commensurate to also gave ten, and altogether we have the gift um, that was given. Now, now 
when the Apostle continues that what did he send? Mituv Mitzrayim, from the best of Mitzrayim. So now, if he would have been sending food um, uh, because they needed food, then that requires no explanation. He got them the great grain, you know, the best produce, whatever it may be. But now that we understand that this entire gift is a symbolic gift, it's not a necessary gift. It's not necessary at all. It was all symbolic to honor and show glory to Yaakov. Now it makes sense that he would have sent something unique to his father to express something that his father would appreciate and love. What do old men love more than anything? A nice bottle of wine. Das they get tremendous pleasure from an aged, beautiful bottle of wine. And therefore, it actually brings from the Gemara that it only makes sense that that's what he would have sent his father being as a sign of his father. The Rebbe says something unbelievable, which I don't believe any other Mephitish said before the Rebbe. Um, the Rebbe says, according to Yenah Shaltayda, that in the Primius, according to the Pshat, when, it said, when Rashi says that he sent him an old bottle of wine, you know what it means? It means it was old in Yosef's possession, that it grew old. The bottle of wine was aged by Yosef. In other words, we had already learned that all the brothers, and including Yosef, didn't drink any wine from the day of the sale of Yosef because they were all in a state of mourning. If they were in a state of mourning, then surely Yaakov was in a state of mourning. And that helps us understand why it was an, ex- an exceptionally unbelievable gift that he was sending his father a bottle of wine because his father hadn't drunk in wine in 22 years because he was in mourning, and now that he hears that his son's alive, to drink from the bottle of wine that Yosef personally sent him. And it goes deeper, and this is, and the Rebbe says that not only that, he saved the bottle of wine. Yosef was so certain that one day he would be freed, that he actually had a bottle of wine that he was waiting to be able to drink together with his father. And that's that, of course, is the, is the ultimate gift, and of course, a powerful lesson about the power of bitachin and trust in Hashem, and having a bottle of wine prepared uh, for that uh, tremendous moment. The, pro- the only problem with this pshat, with the bottle of wine, is that really, if you look in the Pesach, it says in the best of Mitzrayim. Mitzrayim is not known for its wine. Mitzrayim is not known. So, you know, Mitzrayim is known for, for, for vegetables, um, for seeds, for legumes, for grains. It's not known for trees. That's Israel is, is known for its, for its wine. So we would have to say it means the best thing that he found in Mitzrayim in Egypt for his father. But it's not the simplest text, which is why it's better to go with another pshat from a medrash agada, from a medrash which says that he sent him split beans, which was a unique dish to Mitzrayim, which, which also old people appreciate uh, for all kinds of advantages to it. It helps a person fall asleep. It, it's soft, you know, all kinds of things. But he was actually hinting to his brother, some, his father, something very powerful as well, that the way this dish is made is by crushing it and grinding it, the splitting of each individual seed and you know it's a very unique dish he's hinting to his father that it's true he went through so much trials and tribulations and terrible suffering but ultimately it was all to create this beautiful delicious dish my father it wasn't for naught i'm still a tzaddik baruch hashem and hashem put me in a position that i could be of help and it all it all turned out uh, okay all is well that ends well and the final lesson that we can learn and this is how the Rebbe learns it, what's going on here in rashi an unbelievable rashi sicha uh, a final lesson in Heirah that we can learn is that even though Padi is the leader and Padi is the ultimate leader over Yosef, nevertheless, when it came to his personal mitzvah of respecting his father, even though you could look at it as being offensive to Padi, that you're sending much more than Padi sent, etc., when a Jew, when it comes to his commandments, his mitzvahs, he's not under anyone's jurisdiction. He does what he needs to do in its fullest, most beautiful form. 
And despite the fact that Paddy's on top of him, when it comes to a mitzvah, a Jew is totally, uh, absolutely in control.